WTTM054, Window to the Magic, one-year anniversary special. This episode of Paul Berry's Window to the Magic podcast is brought to you by... Come to the Point North Media Convention, August 25th through the 26th, just outside Roanoke, Virginia. Guest speakers include Margaret Carey, animation actress for Tinkerbell, Celeste Jarnow from classic Star Trek, Suzanne Lloyd from Disney's Zorro, Spice Williams from Star Trek V, and many others. There will be media workshops, and the evening of the 26th, you can dine with the stars, where you pick the celebrity of your choice to dine with for the evening. Sign up now, as seating is limited. For information on this exciting event, go to www.pointingnorth.com. You're listening to the windowtothemagic.com podcast. Brought to you by windowtothemagic.com. Surround yourself with the magic. Well, hello everyone, and welcome to the windowtothemagic.com podcast, one year anniversary special. Before we get into the heart of this special edition of the Window to the Magic podcast, I would like to give a special thanks to the Walt Disney Company for allowing the Window to the Magic podcast, as well as all the other Disney-themed podcasts, to express their love for the Walt Disney legacy through our shows and our websites. We all realize that the company does not need to let us do this, and we're all thankful that someone in the corporation has realized that what we're doing here is a benefit to the company, and we hope that they will allow the Disney websites and podcasts to continue spreading the Disney magic for years to come. With that said, earlier this week I sat down with the folks who make this show what it is, and we spoke about the experience of being part of the Window to the Magic podcast. I'll play that for you now. All right. Well, hello, everyone. I am here today at the one-year anniversary of the Window to the Magic podcast, and uh, we are on a conference call. We are on with my son, Calvin. Calvin, are you there? Yes, I am. All right. And we're on with my girlfriend, Terry. Terry, are you there? I am here. All right. We're on with Mouseketeer Greg. Hey there. Hi there. Ho there, Disney fans. There you go. And finally, we are on with Patrick. Hey, everybody. Look at that. Everybody's here. Well, what we're going to do today, then, is we're going to go ahead and uh, basically talk about the Window to the Magic podcast, and uh, we're just going to kind of share our thoughts about exactly what has happened over this last year, and then maybe we'll look a little bit ahead. Uh, so the first uh, first thing that we're going to talk about is the history of Window to the Magic, as uh, most of the listeners are uh, familiar with. We started July 27, 2005. Uh, with the 50th anniversary uh, podcast that was uh, the official birthday podcast and uh, that was Disneyland's 50th anniversary Calvin and I had spent the day at the park and uh, and we recorded the entire official event Calvin you remember that yes I do and what uh, what do you think uh, what do you think of that uh, event there and and the fact that we opened up the podcast with that um 
it was just awesome. Yeah. <laughs> well, what else can I say? Um, I think that it was a definitely a good choice to open the podcast with, and definitely really cool to be there for it. Yeah, I was I was going to ask you what it, what did you think of actually being at Disneyland when it turned fifty? That was especially cool. Yeah. So. And the fact that we uh, were able to bring that to the window to the Magic listeners uh, and start off the podcast with it, uh, I, I also thought was was a good idea. Um, we started off our first couple of shows here, and uh, I did a couple of the major rides. Um, I started off with Tiki Room and Pirates. You guys remember? Uh, you remember that, Terry? Do you remember those shows? Um, actually, most recently, yes, I do. Well, do you you remember the uh, the first time that I did Pirates of the Caribbean back last? Uh, I think it was last August. Yeah, I did go back and I had uh, listened to all of them, um, trying to actually recollect. And unfortunately, I had not actually seen the Tiki Room up until about a month ago. So it was really kind of fun to be able to listen to it on the show. And then when I went back and was able to see it and sit there myself, as a matter of fact, I was with Calvin. And it was really cool. Cool. All right. And, well, that, uh, was, that was your very first wear in the park, too. Your very first wear in the park was the DT room. Uh, yes. yes. As a matter of fact, it was. And uh, it was actually that, that one kind of a, a funny story that uh, that wasn't actually supposed to be the first one. Um, believe it or not, the first one I was going to go to was actually going to be Winnie the Pooh. Did you guys know that? No, huh? Greg, did you know that? I didn't. Uh, how long? Uh, how long after that did you actually air the Winnie the Pooh right through? Well, it was. Or, in the park? It was a number of shows later. It was. It was probably. Um, I would. I would say it was within. I think the first ten shows. You. You, you think that, Patrick? Uh, yeah, that sounds about right. I know it was early on. Yeah, what what happened is, is I went into the park, and of course this was a totally new concept, having never done it before, and I started in the Esplanade, you know, as I always do, and I walked into the park, walked down Main Street, got to the Tiki Room, and said, that's it, it's over, that, it just didn't feel right to me, and so I kept walking, and I walked past the Jungle Cruise, and I walked past Pirates of the Caribbean, and as I was walking along, I was just going, it just, there needs to be more to this than this for our first Wear in the Park game. And I ended up way in the back in the most unlikely attraction for me to feature uh, what I thought was going to be the first show. And uh, of course, that's a great audio attraction, even though I'm you know, not real happy about the bears not being there. Uh, Winnie the Pooh sounds great, and it ended up being a really good ride through. But uh, but that was uh, that was how it all started was with uh, with one plan to go one place and uh, ending up totally in another. Now, Greg, you just recently did a where in the park game. Did you experience anything like that uh, when you went to do yours, or had you already pre-planned uh, pre- uh, pre- out where you were going to go, or, or what? Well, I, I thought it through pretty thoroughly. I mean, after having gone on so many uh, so many of those games with you. I had a really clear idea in my head how, how I wanted it to turn out, and it, you know, it, there were no surprises really. Gotcha. Aside yeah. from the fact that we, you know, we had a really great time. And you know what I, that's I, no surprise. what I what I find especially cool, and what really touched me there just a second ago was the fact that you said you had been on so many of those games before with me. Now you had never actually been in the park with me prior to that. 
And so you were getting that feeling off of uh, off of listening to the show. You felt as if you were actually there with me. Oh, absolutely. In fact, I don't know if you remember, but after I think it was that that first Pirates of the Caribbean where in the park game, I wrote you a letter and was uh, commenting on how I. It, all of a sudden, I was walking to work listening to the show, and I felt like I was on Main Street, and I could actually even smell it. <laughs> I remember that email. Yeah, I, 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 re- I could smell the waffles from, from the, Carna- <laughs> the Carnation Cafe or something. I, I don't know what it was, but that show transported me. That's, uh, that's very cool. I, di- I didn't know, uh, well, of course, I got that email last year, but I, I didn't know that they actually touched you to that point. And that's kind of the idea that, that I'm trying to get across, is I want people to feel like they're actually in the park with me. Well, it worked, you, and, and I was hooked from that minute. Yeah, and then you were about to introduce yourself uh, actually in a big way, and we'll, uh, yes, we'll get to that here. <laughs> yes, no kidding. We'll get to that here <laughs> in a couple of minutes. Um, I, did, I did about... Well, do you, do you remember, Patrick, what your first show number was? Do you, do you... Uh, I want to say it was show 11. I, I'm pretty sure it was 11. Show number um, and it, I had done the uh, about a 15-minute long segment on uh, Nature's Wonderland oh, yeah. in Frontierland. Right. Um, I think show number 11 was the, uh, was the Voices, uh, the Exitensio Kathy Beaumont show. So it must have been 12 or 13, somewhere in that area. I know it was in that area, because mm-hmm. the Haunted Mansion show, which was my first full show, was like 14 or 15. Yeah, so it must have been right before that. Now, you came in, and uh, you know, obviously you and I have been friends working on DVD projects and, and everything uh, for quite a <laughs> while. And uh, you came to me and you said, I've just got to be part of this. Um, what... Uh, well, actually, it even goes back farther than that because you and I had partnered uh, on Window to the Magic, uh, the website. Uh, you want to go ahead and talk a little bit about the idea behind the website there? Well, I know when we, we first started talking uh, about doing uh, the website, um, we were trying to come up with, with something different because I think that you had gotten to the point with uh, the Country Bear Playhouse website, where there was just not a whole lot left to add. Especially since they were getting removed from Disneyland. Yeah, that didn't help any. <laughs> and uh, I know we talked for a while about uh, a, a few different ideas of, of things that could be done. You remember sitting uh, around and, and uh, trying to come up with a name? Oh, yeah. <laughs> And I know for a while there you were you were even talking about doing a website uh, dedicated to just the old Tomorrowland. Uh, yeah, yeah, actually. I think that was the earliest idea of, of a new website to do. Yeah, there were... Uh, I, I had to do something. There was a lot of uh, a lot of Country Bear stuff, but it had definitely run its course. It's still up there, but, uh, but there was no new content coming in after the movie and things like that. It was pretty much dying out. And uh, and so you and I came up with the idea of Window to the Magic, and of course there was one big concept behind Window to the Magic, and what was, was that? The, the DVDs. Yeah, absolutely. The the, uh, <laughs> the 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 signature Window DVD series that just finally got finished uh, a year after uh, a year after well more than a year after after uh, we started the site to begin with we finally got the DVD done <laughs> yep we finally got our first DVD done when we were talking about this this was actually two years ago back in 2004 
and uh, and we said, oh yeah, we got to do these DVDs, and we'll do ambient video, and we'll do surround sound, and you know everything that the Windows series ha- uh, has become. But uh, the the problem is is that I am a, a great procrastinator. There's one thing, um, and and I think Car- Terry can confirm this. The one thing that I don't procrastinate at is procrastinating. Do you? Uh, do and you I'm not only that? going to confirm that, I'm going to wholeheartedly agree with it. I love you too. I will. I will also tell you one thing. I have had the opportunity to watch the very first edition of this series. And I'll tell you what, I enjoy it thoroughly. Oh, that's right. I really do. I think one of the first things... What's that? (laughs) What did you say? I said, I'm glad you have, because I'm still waiting on my copy of that DVD. (laughs) I'm sorry about that. You should have come to L.A. this weekend. I'm sure you would have gotten one. Uh, I, however, my first comment was, I saw the people mover, and I was... I was ecstatic about that. <laughs> All right. Mental note, Patrick gets a copy of the DVD this week. <laughs> I'll uh, send you an email to remind you so that you do not procrastinate. Exactly. Yeah. So we I start- will make sure you use that. Thanks. So we started the, uh, we started the website uh, with the idea for this one DVD and quickly got derailed. And uh, we came across the 50th anniversary DVD. And... Uh, that ended up being quite a popular DVD. Uh, it was enjoyed by a, a number of people across the internet and across the world, and, and reviews of that have been great. And so that's uh, spawned us on to the Window to the Magic DVD store, which uh, is currently taking up most of my time. Now, uh, when Patrick came in, he came in and, and he said, well, I'm not going to do what you did I'm not going to go into the park, and I'm not going to record sounds as my primary primary function. I'm going to go ahead and do something a little bit different. What was your uh, What was your idea at that point, Patrick? Well, uh, from the get go, um, my in passion with with Disneyland audio um, has always been well. Besides the Disneyland audio, has always been the the facts and the history of the attractions and, and things in the park that that people just don't generally pay attention to or, mm-hmm. or don't know to look for. Right. And I love pointing out in my shows the the little nuances of, of things in the park that that you know people normally would walk by and, and not give a second glance. And I hope that, you know, in offering you know, histories of attractions or, or areas in the park that it, it, it sparks a, a new interest in, in maybe an attraction or, uh, or something in the park that, that you know, people, people hadn't, uh, hadn't really thought about before. Now, I know that, uh, that your shows always get rave reviews, whereas mine are spotty at best. Uh, we always get uh, emails uh, from people saying, you know, you, you, that is your best show ever. Matter of fact, that's become a joke between us now, is that uh, each show is your best show ever. Um, that, uh, that whole behind-the-scenes thing and talking about attractions and going in-depth is exactly what I had in mind when I had Steve Wesson from AdamMobiles.com 
come in and uh, guest host. He said one time, he said, I love the show. I'm having fun doing, uh, you know, listening to it. And, uh, you know, if, if you ever want me to do a show on the adventure through inner space, just let me know. Well, I obviously jumped at the chance and one of the shows right before the end of the year, uh, right before the end of 2005, was uh, Steve Wesson's Atomobiles.com Adventure Through Inner Space episode of the Window to the Magic podcast. And now Steve is not with us today, but uh, he actually got rave reviews for that one, gave us history and uh, lots and lots of sounds. And that's, uh, you know, obviously what Window to the Magic is all about is the sounds and uh, diving deep in, be it uh, live audio in the park or just learning about it, which is what Patrick and Steve were doing. That's, uh, that's what we do. Now, one of my big ideas right at that same time when Steve Wesson was hosting was uh, I had the bright idea that I was going to give away an iPod. I thought to myself, all right, we'll get some people playing the game here, and uh, I think this got uh, Greg's attention, didn't it? Oh, yeah. Well, it, was, it wasn't the iPod so much, because I already had one. It was uh, just the fact that I loved playing the game so much, and there I was going to be at Disneyland, uh, coinciding with the big iPod game. Oh, so I couldn't pass up that opportunity to, to actually walk the route that you had walked while you were playing, or, so, or, or uh, while you were recording. So you you didn't actually go out to Disneyland specifically to play the game? You were actually headed there before uh, before that? I was actually headed there before. I'd, I'd made plans, um, I think it was in October, around the time that I started listening to the show, uh, which was my very first podcast, by the way. Oh. I had never listened to a podcast before Windows of the Magic. Very cool. So, uh, well, gee, now I don't feel so special. I thought you took a special trip out to Disneyland just to follow the tour, uh, the uh, path of the game. There. <laughs> I, I wish I could go down on a whim like that. <laughs> um, I can't now. Yeah. Oh, well, <laughs> almost. <laughs> You're an annual pass holder now, aren't you? That's right. Don't hold it against him, folks. Uh, he's not one of the ones <laughs> you hear about. But uh, uh, what uh, what Greg did was he went into the park and he followed my path uh, that I had taken during my 90-minute walk around of both California Adventure and Disneyland. And you did something a little different. Uh, you weren't just following my path. What were you doing? I filmed the entire thing. You videoed it. And, yeah, my three friends thought I was out of my mind. They, they were like, what the heck are you doing? Because I had a satellite picture, and I had the route all traced out. Yeah, he went on this side of the teacups. I can tell because you can hear a little bit of Alice in Wonderland on the other side. They thought I was insane. So we filmed the whole thing, and I got home and edited it down to, uh, I think it was about 12 minutes. Now, um, now what well, did you, so, you did something really cool, though, while you were filming it, right at the end. What did you do? Do you remember? I know you remember. You just may not remember what I'm talking about. Um, I'm not sure what you mean. You called me. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah. As the one of the last scenes in the video, uh, you called the window to the magic hotline, and you left a message telling me how much you had enjoyed playing the game. That's right. And, yep, and caught that on the film. Yep, and I felt so special when I got that voicemail. It was, you know, because you, you were actually telling me that you had gone out to the park and you had traced the route, and I was sitting at my day job, and I got this voicemail, and I downloaded it, and I heard it, and I went, wow. I mean, almost almost brought tears to my eyes that there was somebody who was enjoying our show 
enough that they were actually going to go out to Disneyland and actually trace this route and take the time to film it. And well, it was it was the, the the least I could think of doing to pay you back for all the times I had been sitting at my day job playing these wearing the park games and getting through another day. And and then I got another surprise that not only had you filmed it, but you were going to produce a ten minute roughly video and send it to me as your entrance. Um, was I, obviously you had planned on doing that when you went down. Were you always planning to to give it to me, or was it just kind of a pet project? Um, you know, I don't quite remember how that shaped up. Um, I didn't actually expect to have the video done in time for the deadline, uh. but I but I crammed and got it done because I wanted that to be my entry. Now I remember a lot of people were. Um, upset when I played your entry because they thought you had an advantage uh, <laughs> based on the fact that you had submitted it in video. And Yeah, I'm glad I didn't win. Yeah, it's actually, a good thing. I remember having that conversation with you where we were both saying, you know, big, heavy sigh, you know, thank you that that uh, that you didn't win. Uh, but, uh, but what that ended up doing was that ended up getting you the position of official videographer for the window to the magic video cast which you've been well, doing see, I, I did win yeah yes well you won <laughs> i think we won um win -win. I, i've never won my own contest before but i think we did at that point <laughs> so um then uh, right after you submitted that we had the end of the year um i went to las vegas and uh, spent the New Year's with Terry. You remember going out to the Strip and watching the fireworks out there? Vaguely. Vaguely? You weren't drinking that much. Come on. <laughs> I wasn't drinking at all. Exactly. You remember, though, that while we were hanging out with my friends at their house after we got back from the fireworks, what was I doing? You were talking on the telephone. That's right. I was talking with someone who was at Walt Disney World, sending me live audio from the uh, from the New Year's celebration there at uh, at the Walt Disney World Resort. I've officially let it take over my life at this point. Do you agree? Do I have to answer that in public? No, you don't. <laughs> so immediately thereafter, uh, Ricky Briganti and I, uh, from the Inside the Magic podcast, uh, I always get that mixed up with my own. I'm always afraid I'm going to say window to the magic when I talk about him. He runs Inside the Magic, and, and uh, he and I got together and talked about um, the past year of Disney and everything, not just what we were doing on the podcast, but the fact that Michael Eisner was out and all that other stuff. And just it, since Inside the Magic is more of a of a news show, we went at it from a let's just kind of chat it up and see what uh, you know what we can talk about. And that started uh, Ricky and I kind of playing back and forth off of each other and expanding Window to the Magic yet again into uh, adding other people. He's actually recorded a couple of Where in the Park games. That, uh, that I'm going to spring on the folks here. This is actually the first time they're hearing about this. Uh, but I'm going to go ahead and, uh, and you know, spread a couple of those games out here over the next couple of months. And uh, so we'll get some Walt Disney World ones in there while we're waiting for me to take my trip in December of 2006, where I'll record some more. I think that'll be fun. And it will be. Now, at this same time, we finally got around to something I had announced, I think, in September... And this was the premiere of the Diz Test. Calvin, you heard of the Diz Test? No clue what it is. No clue what it is. Well, 
Yeah, that's uh, that's that little game show that we did. We got Corey Burton, uh, Disneyland voiceover artist, to do your introduction. And uh, you started giving us a test. Uh, why don't you tell us just a tad about it for folks that are brand new to the podcast and haven't heard one since you haven't done one recently. Well, first I'd like to say I'm in the process of doing one. Oh, good. <laughs> um, but the Diz test is where you can test your knowledge of Disney sounds. Basically, I play three short clips, and then uh, between each clip, I give you a little bit of time to think about what it, what it was. And then after I play all three clips, I give you the answers. Um, and you just have fun. Now, are people liking this uh, this thing, or what, what kind of feedback are we getting? Um, <laughs> I haven't gotten any negative feedback at all. That's right. It's just all rave reviews, just nonstop. Every, everyone's been really happy with it, and I've been very proud of you for doing it, so I, I would like you to uh, to continue doing that. Now, I my uh, my thought with the Window to the Magic is this is not a one-man show. Obviously, now we've got Patrick on board. We've got Steve Wesson coming in. We've got Greg. We've got everybody. So the next person to bring in is, is, is my new girlfriend, uh, who's been my girlfriend for about three months now. Um, as of this time, um, this being just the beginning of the year, and uh, I decide that uh, that I'm going to talk to Terry about uh, about her doing a show, and it actually came about in kind of a funny way that uh, that you ended up doing my show. You want to tell us real quickly about that? Well, originally, I was scrapping for ideas for my own show once you had finally um, talked me into doing it. <laughs> and I was enjoying it, and I was trying to come up with different ways to do things. So I did a short interview with you as I was taking uh, my son to Disneyland shortly thereafter. And so I had a bunch of questions. And so I did a little interview with you. Right. That was for as as your show, the Little Reds Writing Hood podcast. Exactly. Um, but this isn't about me. It's about Windows the Magic. So there. Um, <laughs> the way I ended up doing your show, the best way I know how to put it is that I opened my mouth and I was wrong. <laughs> And I really don't like to be wrong when it comes to English. <laughs> and there was a single word that I told you was fictitious. And when you proved me wrong, before you made a point of proving me wrong, <laughs> there was a small wager set on it. And the wager was, if I lost, I had to do your show. Or, Missy, now I don't remember because we messed it up. <laughs> um, but I think if if I was wrong, then I had to do your show. And if I was right, then I said, fine, you have to do my show. Actually, what uh, what it was was I said that if, uh, if the word existed, that I got to do your show. And if the word okay. didn't exist and I lost the game, then you could do mine. Now that would make more sense. Yep. You're and right. That intrigued you greatly since you're a big fan of a certain area of the park. What uh, what area is that? Uh, Fantasyland. I've heard of that. You have. I have, in fact. 
I'm glad to hear that. Yes. You know, most people have a vague recollection of that. <laughs> now, most uh, most people like Patrick and I actually uh, avoid fantasy land at all costs, right, Patrick? Like, like the plague. Right. And this all stems from... See, and I'll stand in line for Peter Pan for two hours. Well, see, this, this all stems from uh, 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 one fateful day in the park when Patrick and I were working on uh, Window to the Magic DVDs. We were, uh, we were going to do one that encompassed Fantasyland. Well, what did we end up doing that day, Patrick? Well, we both hit the park, each with a video camera, and the idea was to double our coverage and to speed the process along of documenting Fantasyland, and I mean all of Fantasyland. We kind of took off in two different directions, filming and uh, we wandered around the land and filmed the scenery and the props and attraction exteriors and and, uh, the shops and all that and then we got back together and started going on attractions and we rode them multiple times and uh, through the course of I think it was pretty much the entire day, just about. We spent the entire day in Fantasyland, except yeah, for we ended up having day. to leave uh, right at the end because you needed to ride um, Small World? No, no, no. Yeah, no. No, no. Haunted Mansion. Haunted Mansion. Mansion. Yeah. <laughs> I that. cannot, go, sorry, I cannot be in Disneyland and not go on Haunted Mansion at least once. Right. So so we spent the entire day videotaping this because when we do a, a DVD, we go all nuts about it and everything and try and capture everything. Well, Patrick and I ended up burning ourselves out on Fantasyland at, at that point. Um, now, How can you burn... I'm sorry. Oh, no, no, no. How can you burn yourself out on Fantasyland? It, it's not possible. Well, when you're concentrating it uh, on it as, as much as we were in the idea of trying to capture everything that is Fantasyland... By the time you're done, you're just done. And this, you know, no matter how much we we love it, when when you've spent that much time in Fantasyland, you you can stay away from it for a while. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I guess my only relation to that would be uh, my comment in regards to these. It's a small world song, right? So, and yeah. I'm I'm burnt out on that. See? So there you I go. can relate. So um, basically, that uh, that kind of brings us up uh, almost to speed here on where we are nowadays. Uh, just kind of with Patrick doing his shows uh, on the third-ish uh, week of every month, and uh, we have Greg come in and do his video cast. Calvin does the Diz test, and uh, Terry goes to Disneyland with me when I do my shows now. Uh, since you're now an annual pass holder as well because of going with me and the window to the magic podcast to the park so you're actually living proof uh as is greg that uh, the window to the magic podcast is bringing people to the disneyland resort more than they had ever gone before you agree with that terry absolutely absolutely and i find sanctuary there it's very pleasant and Greg, what uh, you know, you you went to the park once a year. Oh, if I was lucky. I mean, we we typically go around Christmas just because that's you know or the early part of December because that's the low season. But listening to the podcast every week, I got so hooked on it that 
you know, I now I've got you know, five, I will have gone four times this year. Mm-hmm. Five, if I have anything I'm, to say about it. <laughs> and I'm living in Seattle, so it's not a quick trip. It's not like I can just go down on a Tuesday when I'm bored. Right. So that's uh, the the window to the Magic Podcast has actually made you an annual pass holder and uh, and a frequent park visitor. Oh, absolutely. That's cool. All right. And I am I'm spreading the joy everywhere I go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're you're the one that gets recognized in the park. You got to run. Um, well, and uh, and all my coworkers as well. They if they've ever got a question about Disneyland, they all head over my way. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much the same here. Now we've uh, we've had one year of shows, and so I'm going to pose this question out. I'm going to go ahead and start, so you guys have a moment or two to think about it. But uh, I'm going to ask for favorite memories or moments from the Window to the Magic podcast, and I'm going to go around to each of you and ask you what your favorite moment is over the last year. Um, now, my favorite moments have actually been moments where I can actually give myself a chill. Um, I was actually sitting oh, the last weekend. Uh, I was at Disneyland and I recorded the Jump Jive Boogie Swing Party, and I also recorded the Pirates of the Caribbean. Now I've recorded these previously, um, but I've recently stepped up to binaural audio recording. And what I'm finding is is that with each time that I go into the park. I'm bringing more of the sounds to the podcast, and it's becoming more and more real. And when I can listen to a ride-through that I had done last year or one that I'm doing now and get chills that just feel like I'm actually... Like when I take my headphones off after I've, I've heard one of the podcasts and I feel like, wow, I'm at work now, but I was just on the Pirates of the Caribbean... I think that is is something to you know with the the ability to connect people to the park through the audio, and I think that um, connecting people and connecting with people, um, I've met a ton of nice and friendly people, uh, a couple of detractors here and there, but you know I would say 99 and 44 one hundredths percent of uh, of the people have been very supportive of us. And uh, everybody wants to come into the park and meet the Window to the Magic crew. And uh, that is just so incredibly cool. Like, uh, I was at the NFFC convention uh, two weekends ago. And I saw someone to my left. And uh, I apologize, honey, for not knowing your name. Uh, But uh, I looked up and there was this young lady who was standing there. And she was shaking. And she looked at me and she said, it is so nice to meet you. And I'm, I'm just sitting there, you know, talking with people. And, and I've got somebody that has come up to me and is just so excited to hear the man behind the podcast. It, it just blows me away at, at the type of connection that I can have with people that I've never, ever met. Uh, so for me, that's going to be my favorite, uh, you know, portion of Window to the Magic. I'm going to go ahead and step up to Patrick next. Um, what, uh, you know, same question. Well, I've. It would be hard after a year worth of shows to to come up with with just one favorite moment, but I. I, I I'll, I'll break it up a little bit. I have to say that my, my favorite show 
moment, uh, I believe, was your very first uh, almost live from the park. You ended up on the Indiana Jones Adventure. I thought you were going to say it was your Main Street Electrical Parade show. Yeah, no, we're not going to talk about that right now. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, Wait, but that was going to be my favorite. <laughs> well, but, yeah, then okay, save so, it. There, there you go. All right. Um, when you got to the Indiana Jones Adventure and got in line, Phantasmic started. Mm-hmm over in Frontierland, and I just got this, oh, I, I guess it, uh, it gave me chills uh, to hear Fantasmic going on in the background with the stereo audio, uh, with you walking through the queue area, going back and forth. It was a kick to hear phantasmic switching from left to right as you went back and forth in the queue. You could tell which way I was facing at any point. Yeah, I knew exactly which direction you were walking. And, you know, when you do the Where in the Park games, I'll sit in a dark room and just close my eyes and listen to the show. And so, you know, I got the distinct feeling of the exact direction you were walking and that it would get louder as you near near the the front of the of the queue back out towards towards Frontierland and turn and head back and it'll get quiet and I don't know why it's just an odd little thing to the, that that stands out in my mind but I just every time I listen to that show to hear Phantasmic going on in the background with all the Adventureland sounds and the Indiana Jones queue and you being surrounded by other people in, in the line <laughs> to hear that show going off in the distance was just so cool. All of those people standing there looking at the big man wearing the microphone, walking back and <laughs> forth, telling his son, shh, don't say anything. Right, Calvin? Yep. Yep. So what uh, What of all of this, Calvin, is, uh, is your favorite part, or what is your best memory of the last year of Window to the Magic? Well, this is kind of split up into two and a half to three parts um but they're quick so right. um the first one is anytime i'm on the show i just love hearing myself on there <laughs> um the second thing is when i was at the nffc convention i was going around looking at other people's stuff and i saw this lady with a window to the magic shirt on and i also had one on and she came up to me and said you're calvin right I'm like, yeah, and she, you know, shook my hand and talked to me for a minute or two, and I just thought that was kind of cool. Um, and then my biggest memory of a show or video cast is um, <laughs> actually Greg's first video, because when you got it in an email and you told me to come into your room and watch it, I was just in shock. I was like, oh my god, this is so incredibly awesome. You know, somebody actually took the time and followed you and just completely did it and edited it, edited it and everything. Can't say that word. Um, but it just blew me away. So, Do you remember sitting at, uh, you know, in the studio here watching on the monitor and, and watching your dad tear up as, as he went through the park and all of the different stuff? going by and and me actually having trouble speaking because I thought it was so cool 
Um, actually, barely. Yeah. Because, <laughs> like I said, I was such. It was just so amazing. I was really into it. Um, but I do remember at the end trying to talk to you and you couldn't talk. So. Yeah, exactly. And I'm going to save you for last, Greg, um, because uh, <laughs> because of those comments. <laughs> no pressure. So that All would right. that would bring out Terry. What uh, you've been listening to the show now since? Uh, well, when did you start listening to it, and uh, and then what's been your favorite part? Um, I actually started listening. See, now I can't talk. Sage, thanks. <laughs> I actually started listening probably I would say last September, and um, I'm extremely partial to the sounds of Main Street, mm. and every time. You do the sounds of Main Street. I can't get enough, and I usually play it several times. However, <laughs> some of the other stuff that you have done lately in combination has, and primarily when you've added the binaural microphones, mm-hmm. um, it has just been incredible. The this is going to sound extremely redundant after the last couple of weeks, but the ride through with the pirates I absolutely loved. <laughs> um, the jazz, I was actually there with you, mm-hmm. and it sounded like I was right back there. Yeah. So it was fantastic. Cool. It was pretty much like I had never left, and I got to literally close my eyes, and I was still sitting in the chair, just center stage, not dancing, but listening. Sounds good. And it was wonderful. Well, I know somebody who does dance, um, and has danced. Well, we'll just have to teach you. He's danced his way around the park a number of times. Mostly with a video camera in his hands, Mr. Greg. Final person, what uh, what has your been your favorite moment of Window to the Magic? Well, we've already talked about one of them, and that was that uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, where in the park game uh-huh. that actually transported me. Um, you know, it's really hard to say because my whole Disneyland experience is now intertwined with the Window to the Magic. You can't escape it. <laughs> uh, I can't. <laughs> It's I've I've got the Disneyotic obsession. I got it bad. <laughs> Good. Uh, um, but I mean, there there are definitely some pivotal pivotal episodes that really affected me. And I think um, one of the first was um, was that uh, Adventure Through Inner Space episode. Oh. Um, that is my all time favorite attraction. And. It, it really shapes how I look at the world, I think, just through the art and the science and the sort of optimistic view that the Disney attractions used to have towards the future. Mm-hmm. Um, and hearing that episode again, it really took me back. I, I hadn't even considered the idea before that, that there was all this old source audio floating around the Internet out there. And so that kind of opened my eyes to the fact that these experiences that I thought were gone forever for me, I could go and find them again. Yep. And not only that, I got to have this great experience, but I also got the historical background. Um, it's just a lot of really great information. It's actually very cool the amount of stuff that's out there, uh, both official and unofficial. 
uh, between the CDs and things that Disney is releasing and the uh, black market underground uh, Disney collector, Disney sound collectors, uh, websites and things uh, that are out there, you can pretty much completely recreate any time in Disney history uh, through audio now. Uh, and it's amazing. It's like a time machine. Oh, yeah. And, and it's great. Uh, for those of us who are stuck in Tomorrowland 1967, it, <laughs> it, it, you know, and, and I think that's pretty much everybody here, including Calvin, who was never there. I was going to say, that's a good trick for me. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, you know, Calvin has even gone so far as to when he's on the Disney Podcast Network, um, he, he says, that, you know, it says, where are you listening from? And he says, from a people mover car. In March 4th, 1967. March 4th, 1968, wasn't it? I think it's 67. Okay. But, uh, you know, for being 15 years old, I mean, he wasn't born until 1991, yet he's still connected through all of these Disney sounds with a Disneyland that existed, what, 24, 34 years before he <laughs> was even born? 39. Sure. It's, this is Window to the Magic, not the Math Boys. So, <laughs> it's uh, he, it was 22 years. There we go. I like that. So, all right. So, um, sounds like, uh, you know, we've all had our, our own little things that we're kind of intertwining with uh, with what we like. But that's the whole idea is, uh, you know, I'm, I'm supposed to be wrapping everybody in this little piece of Disney that I enjoy so much. Now, that leads us naturally to kind of like a little... A, a little montage of uh, of highlights from the last year that uh, Patrick has put together for us. And uh, those of us who are listening to the podcast will go ahead and hear that now. Whiskey Tango Tango um, M029. If you listen to Adam Curry's daily source code, you'll get that. You're listening to the windowtothemagic.com podcast. Brought to you by windowtothemagic.com. Surround yourself with the magic. Hello, and welcome to the Window to the Magic podcast. My name is Paul Berry, and I will be your guide through a trip through the sounds of Disney parks and resorts worldwide. This podcast is presented by windowtothemagic.com, where you can surround yourself with the magic. What is windowtothemagic.com, you ask? Well, windowtothemagic.com is a new website that was created by myself and Patrick Hurd from doombuggyproductions.com. I'm here out uh, on the day before Disneyland's birthday. This is July 16th, 2005, and uh, boy, what a crowd we've got out here today. Well, this time I'm going to take you back in time, back to a Disneyland that some of you may not even be old enough to remember. This was a Disneyland where Tomorrowland was the place you ran to when you first entered the park. It was a place where the World on the Move theme that this section of the park had was in full effect. The first new thing is that Patrick Hurd of DoombuggyProductions.com, who helps me out with the WindowToTheMagic.com website, well, he's going to be doing a little segment on this podcast beginning later this month, and I hope he becomes a regular contributor to the show. 
Hey everyone, this is Patrick Hurd from DoombuggyProductions.com, and I'm going to be your guest host today on this Frontierland-themed podcast. Well, fine. If you insist on being fun and exciting, do me a favor, Mr. DoombuggyProductions.com. Whip up something for the window to the magic listeners for Halloween, why don't you? Let's see what you can do. As a matter of fact, Mr. Smarty Pants, you can have the whole show to yourself on October 29th. Let's see what you got. You want to see what I got? I'll show you what I got. Let's get everybody to tune in next week for the Halloween show, and I'll show you what I got, buddy. Whoa. I can't get it open. Magic.com podcast brought to you by the friendly spirits here at windowtothemagic.com. Surround yourself with the magic. Mike, we shouldn't have come in here. I don't see a way out. Please be assured that you will not be harmed, but you will not be released until you have heard the entire podcast. Here now is your host, Patrick Hurd. I'm scared. (laughs) All right. Well, thanks, Patrick. You know, when I talked to you about doing a segment on the show, I had only one stipulation. One simple stipulation. Don't do better than me. Well, why? Oh, why? Didn't you listen? Hello, Paul. It's uh, Brian Summer calling, uh, voiceover narrator for the Extinct Attractions Club. It's uh, 1 a.m. here, and uh, being the night owl that I am, I was just finishing up some uh, scripts and auditions for some other clients. Please feel free to get a hold of me if I can help you guys out in any way. Thanks again, Paul. Take care. Now, today's podcast is a very special podcast for me because it is my birthday. second thing is a new game that we're adding, which is going to be called The Diz Test. Those Disneyland old schoolers remember this from Adventure Through Inner Space, uh, one of my favorite attractions and a favorite of many others as well. This is Steve Wesson. I am a multimedia designer and webmaster to Atomobiles.com, and some of you might know it as TheMightyMicroscope.com. The Main Street Opera House, the Gulf Oil Hospitality Center opened, and the uh, Hurricane Pat, Lamp Pat, Shop Patrick, closed. Uh, oh, Pat, Patrick. Um, <clears throat> yes, Paul. Um, before when you uh, when you kicked me out uh, at the beginning of the show, I uh, I forgot to. Well, you know, I I, I wanted to wish you a, a happy birthday, and and so I <clears throat> wanted to come back and wish you happy. Is everything going okay? Yeah, everything's fine. My son Calvin just turned 15 on March 4th. That is uh, (laughs) quite scary for me to actually have a 15-year-old. Oh, boy. Anyway, speaking of Calvin... 
It's time for the Diz Test, the game show where you test your knowledge of the sounds from throughout the wonderful world of Disney. And now, here's your host, Calvin Barry. Hello and welcome to the Diz Test. My name is Calvin and I will be your host. The Diz Test is where you can test your knowledge of Disney sounds. The rules of the game are simple. I will play three sound clips from a Disney theme park and then give you a set amount of time to try and figure out what they are. And at the end of the show, I will give you the answers. It's that simple. We're live. We're coming to you live from uh, Highway 5 in Anaheim, California. And we have just completed a six-hour drive from the San Francisco Bay Area. And we've just passed the Highway 91, Highway 5 interchange. And we are actually about one mile from Disneyland at this time. So all of the sounds you're hearing in the background, etc., that's just the normal car sounds and whatever. I'm here with uh, my son, Calvin. Say hi. Say hi. Hi. There you go. Much better. Welcome, everyone, to the big uh, grand show for the year. This is the one that we've been talking about, uh, actually, ever since the podcast started. I'm going to do the opening tag myself. <clears throat> You're listening to the windowtothemagic.com podcast. Brought to you by windowtothemagic.com. Surround yourself. I took you through the park as I have never done before. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and shut up now so everybody around doesn't uh, keep looking at me. But uh, anyway, enjoy the show, and uh, I'll talk to you when we're done. Welcome to the podcast, Corey. Oh, hello there, Patrick. It's lovely being here with you for your marvelous podcast show. Now we're going to take a short 15-minute break, and we'll be back at... Uh Five after ten. So you have a time to go on all the rides. Boy, I tell you, what do you think of that, huh? If there was ever a time that I miss from the history of Disneyland, that would be it. This episode of Paul Barry's Window to the Magic podcast is brought to you by The Matterhorn Mountain Expeditionary Team Guided tours to the summit depart every week For those that wish to move up in the world (laughs) Move up, it's funny The mountain is very tall You would be moving up, never mind Before we get started, I'd like to thank Clinton from the Comedy Forecast for the great stuffed dolphin. Apparently, Clinton had a bunch of these laying around his house and decided to send me one. It even makes a noise when you squeeze it. I gave it to my daughter, Hope, and she just loves it. Hold on a second, everybody. Hope, come here. Okay, Daddy. Hey, give that thing a squeeze. His name's Hoppy. Okay, Hoppy. Give Hoppy a squeeze. That's just not right. Okay, beat it. Okay, bye. I'll be announcing the winner of our first ever Where in the Park contest. Now, response to that game was great, with over 300 submissions before the contest ended. I expected a bunch of people to email me with the correct answer, but what I didn't realize was the number of you who are really good at this game. 
You guys are amazing. Okay, check out this first voicemail that I got. I'm listening to the windowtothemagic.com podcast. Brought to me by windowtothemagic.com. Surrounding myself with the magic. And I really think it's great. Truly the best sounding and most professionally produced Disney-related podcast in existence, bar none. Before your show, I had never heard ride-throughs and live musical performances with absolutely no hiss, pops, or recording equipment produced background noise. Your recordings are literally identical to how it sounds to be there in person. Okay. Now that I've said all those nice things about the show, the inevitable request for something is on its way, and here it is. You're listening to the Window to the Magic podcast. Disney in one hour or less. It's not a whole lot I don't like about Kingdom Hearts. It's got a good storyline, lots of action. It's enjoyable. You get kind of hooked up in the characters. You don't want the game to end. Now, in keeping with all these, these are all segments done by other people and not Paul theme for this show. The next segment here is going to be done by Miss Terry Woodard. I have an excellent idea. Let's change the subject. So, can I go now? Now, what Matt is talking about is Mouseketeer Greg's video, uh, his entry into the Where in the Park contest. That's the one that caused so much controversy with people thinking that uh, something was, uh, was amiss with the Where in the Park game. Okay, brace yourselves. I'm now going to play the song. No, 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 please, 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 no, 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 not that. You see how that clip brought you into the park, and for just that short period of time, you were actually there, standing with me in New Orleans Square, watching them play? Hey, fool, happy new year. Hey, all right, the witness to the magic, happy new year, all right, happy new year, 2006. It's official, the fireworks are going off. But it is officially 2006 there on the West Coast. And prepare for more stuff. Coming to the window to the Nets.com podcast. All of us from here from the Walt Disney World Resort, we wish you a happy and safe new year. I'll do an electric parade show. You guys don't have to send an engraved invitation. I will do an electric parade show. Uh, I'm never going to get through this show. Okay, hold on a second. So this is Ricky here on the phone with Paul Berry live from the main entrance area of Disneyland. How you doing, Paul? Oh, hot out here today, actually. Quite uh, quite hot, but believe it or not, not as busy as I thought it would be. How is it on your end, Ricky? Uh, it's pretty good over here. I got back from the Magic Kingdom just a couple hours ago, and uh, it wasn't so much hot as really, really wet here. Here we go, we're going to be going to the mountain. Whoa! 
Hello, everyone. I'm Barry B. Welcome to another edition of Trapped Inside the Magic Window with a Laughing Mouse. Hey, Paul and Patrick. This is Greg from Seattle, Washington. Um, I had to stop on my way to work, on my walk to work today, to tell you what a freaking awesome show this is this week. I, uh, I listen to your show on my walk to work um, every Monday morning or Tuesday when it's a holiday. And I got to tell you, one of these days, you guys are going to get me beat up. <laughs> so... No one jumped off the top of a building due to my It's a Small World show. Hello and welcome to the window to the magic.com podcast, the internet's newest podcast and the only one dedicated to the world's greatest theme park, Universal Studios Islands of Adventure. So there you have this rustic frontier setting of an Indian canoe coming around the point of Tom Sawyer's Island, being paddled by probably 15 nuns. It was just surreal. And I I took uh, several photographs of it, and it's just, well, it's hilarious. I laugh about it to this day because it was just such an odd sight. And I thought to myself... Only at Disneyland. Where else are you going to see that? Attention, please. Attention, please. There has been a disruption in the labor output of Joy Center 2. Now, this is one of the best recordings I have ever done of this parade. And I know that we've beaten this show to death, but can one really ever get too much of the Main Street Electrical Parade? Hi, Paul. This is George, and here's my daughter, Riley. Hi, Paul. We're on the Snow White ride at Disneyland, and we just wanted to wish everybody a happy holiday at windowtothemagic.com. Happy Happy holidays! Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the Window to the Magic podcast. Please keep your hands, arms, feet, and legs inside the house at all times. Unless, of course, you're walking around with your MP3 player. Thank you. As you exit, watch your step, watch your head. And if you miss your step and hit your head, do watch your language. There's parents everywhere. You may find your mouth washed up with soap. It's not a pleasant experience, but it's a plain one. Well, whatever their pain, we'll double it. Somebody get my agent on the phone, please. Hey, Paul, listen, buddy, pal, um, something's come up. I've got to run. Uh, no hard feelings, I'm sure. Listen, I'm going to talk to you later, all right? Check you later, babe. Bye-bye. Well, how do you like that? Sheesh. Howdy, Patrick. This is your old pal, Henry. See, I was wondering if you could play something from the Country Bear Jamboree. It's just about my favorite show. Well, maybe a number from uh, that MC feller. What's his name? Uh, oh, you know who he is. Thank you, Patrick. Mighty obliged. This is Ricky Briganti with the Inside the Magic podcast, and I am here with Paul Barry. Paul, you there? I am here. Hi, Ricky. How are you doing? Not so bad. Not so bad. Thanks for having me. No problem, and uh, thanks for having me on your show as well. Oh, you bet. This is, however, Terry, and I will be your host for this week's WindowToTheMagic.com podcast. Although, 
I do truly wish I knew what episode of Window to the Magic this was. Paul, can you help me out? In show number 45, huh? I added the bumper at the beginning for you. Thanks, Paul. And now that he's out of the picture, let's go ahead and jump right in. Twas brillig, and the slivy toves did gyre and gimble in the wabe. All mimsy were the boragoves, and the moomraths outgrabe. Hey there, hi there, ho there, Disney fans. I'm Mouseketeer Greg, and welcome to the... Huh? I thought I got a signal. Is this thing on? Hello? Hello? Okay, I think we're rolling now. Cue music. I'm coming to you live... Well, not live per se. I'm coming to you direct from the Mouse Liberation Party head... Hey. Direct from the Mouse Liberation Party... Hmm. Where's that coming from? Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, in just a few moments, the Window to the Magic podcast show will begin. Don't miss this delightfully entertaining family show. Your friend and host, Mr. Paul Barry, invites you to sit back, relax, and enjoy the sounds of Walt Disney's original Magic Kingdom. That's the Window to the Magic podcast show. Beginning in just a few moments. Thank you. Will you stop squeezing that thing? <clears throat> well, dudes, that pretty much does it for the window to the magic.com podcast this week. Cha. As always, we continue to receive some great suggestions and we're having fun using them in our shows. We really like to hear your feedback, so be sure to write us and tell us what you think. <laughs> Righteous. Okay, enough of that. <laughs> Jeez, I was even making myself sick. So thank you very much, Patrick, for putting those highlights together for us. Uh, you oh, know, it was a lot of fun weeding through the first 53 shows. <laughs> yeah, I bet it was. I, I, uh, I thought about doing that, and... Uh, I uh, I said no. <laughs> I, I'm not going to do it. I um, I even thought about going back and listening to all 53 shows, and I thought that's great. That would be over two days straight worth of listening without any sleep. And I thought, no, I'm not going to do that either. So that would be window to the magic in the past, Patrick. What? Uh, wh- where do you think we're going from here? Well. It, you know, it'll, it will be interesting to to see because or hear <laughs> because you know from the first show with uh, you know you doing the the live source stuff from the the, the live stuff from the park um, the live recordings uh, and kind of inserting some source material in here and there and and. Uh, and then uh, me coming in and do it, starting in with the, the history right. uh, pieces, and you know, Calvin coming in with his game, and and Greg's video stuff, and and the occasional guest host, you know, uh, like Terry and Steve. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, 
I'd be hard pressed to guess what's coming in the next year. Yeah. Because I, you know, when we started, you know, I I would have never guessed that, you know, at the end of a year we would have introduced so many new features to the show. Right. I remember when we reached 10 shows and you and I were were talking and I'm like, "Oh my, it's been 10 shows. We've got 10 and then 20." And each each milestone uh, really, you know, we got really excited about it until we got up to the 50th show, which, uh, if I'm not mistaken, we, we took a ride on the new uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. Uh-huh. But other than that, we, we chose not to celebrate it at that point because we were just going to celebrate our one-year anniversary, which we're doing tonight. Which I still can't get over. Yeah. But it's been a year now already. Well, when we celebrate our five-year anniversary... <laughs> and uh, and we're discussing the paint colors on the uh, you know envelopes that are uh, in the drawers at the artist table in the watch shop on Main Street because we've run out <laughs> of other subjects. That's you know that's when we get excited. I think. Uh, so at this point, I'm gonna you know open it up. Does anyone uh, have anything that they would like to say about Window to the Magic or anything that they would like? To, uh, to share uh, before we bring this to a close. I, I've got something I'd like to say. Um, Go for it. I've, some of the most amazing people I've met through this show. They're, yeah, all right. I seem to be brought together um, with just really kind, caring, fun-loving people through a love of Disney. And it's, it's a really amazing thing to experience. You're going to have to introduce me to those people someday. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. That was a bit sappy, I guess. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, that's this is the time for that sort of thing. You know, when, when we look back and say, hey, this is, you know, we've made a, a bunch of new friends. Uh, you know, obviously I've brought together a number of people that I was already connected with, but uh, I've also brought a, a number of new people in. I, I met you and the rest of the mice. And uh, we have actually gone beyond, and I've actually connected with uh, Lupe um, up here in Northern California a number of times. So that's actually branching out into an actual friendship beyond Window to the Magic, which, uh, you know, just couldn't make me happier. And, uh, you know, through the years, I would, uh, you know, we're going to hopefully establish that with you and I, Greg, and... uh, and with everybody else and just build, you know, a big window to the magic family. And, uh, and we'll continue to produce, uh, sounds for, uh, for the Disney community. And we'll keep surrounding everyone with the magic as, as best we can. It will continue to evolve. And I'm, I'm really looking forward to see what it becomes in the future. Right. Absolutely. I know that, uh, you know, window to the magic is, is hosting, the, my original website, uh, the Country Bear Playhouse website, we consolidated over to Window to the Magic. And uh, actually, P- Patrick, you, uh, y- your website, Doom Buggy Productions, is about to go through a change here. I uh, just yeah, thought of that. Um, What's going on? We have decided to bring the at-home Imagineering content over to windowtothemagic.com. So we're going to add it to, uh, to a subsection of Window to the Magic. Yes, and it will. It won't all come back up at once. Uh, we've got some technical issues with uh, the page formats uh, from the original uh, 
site host that I used for, gosh, seven years almost. Uh, so we've got a little reformatting to do, and uh, the project how-tos will come back online gradually, uh, but eventually all of the at-home Imagineering uh, projects will, will be up and running again on Window to the Magic. Um, and, of course, I will continue to bring new projects in on occasion uh, once all the old stuff is, is back up and in place. All right, so uh, we're going to go ahead and add uh, Doom Buggy Productions to Window to the Magic, and that's going to be the next step that we're taking there in the website. Uh, we're going to continue to add some DVDs and some things like that. Um, Terry, uh, any uh, any final words from you uh, to the uh, to the listeners or to anyone here in regards to uh, Window to the Magic? No. Nothing. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Very nice. Um, you know, it's very difficult to express everything in a very short period of time. There are a lot of things that have transpired over the last year, uh, having to do with Window to Magic that have inspired me to do different things. And that includes everything from the vidcast from Greg to listening to things like uh, the Grim Grinning Ghosts from Patrick, not to mention the Main Street music and everything else. I find myself a lot of times going back and replaying stuff. And I really look forward to any advancements and turns that Windows Magic is going to make. All right, that's good. Calvin, anything uh, that you would like to say before we end the, the call here? Um, no, actually. I think I pretty much summed everything up you in my summed? last uh, speeches. Oh, okay. And, uh, and, and actually, before we, we uh, get to, to Greg and, and we do wrap this up, sure. um, I, I don't want to end this show uh, talking about the uh, Window to the Magic podcast family without mentioning our voiceover guys, Corey <laughs> Burton, Pete Renaday, and, of course, Brian Summer. Mr. Brian Summer. <laughs> Who, who constantly contribute one thing or another to the shows. I, I find it interesting uh, that Brian Summer uh, started with us. Uh, well, actually, technically, I guess he started with the Extinct Attractions Club doing their videos. Uh, but he started over here doing some voiceover for Window to the Magic, and he has managed to weasel his way into every single Disney podcast on the Internet. Yeah, he is now the official DPN voice guy. He, he, he's all over the... He's even doing the Above the Firehouse podcast uh, by Tony Pascal. Um, and he's not even part of the DPN. I mean, you know, talk about exclusive contract. I don't think so. <laughs> so, yes, absolutely. We are exceedingly thankful to Mr. Peter Renaday, who, uh, you know, obviously we've all known and loved as, uh, you know, most notably in my life as Henry uh, from the Country Bears. 
And then, of course, Corey Burton, who uh, we loved in Haunted Mansion Holiday and all of the other wonderful things, including the fantastic Lazy Pirate uh, in the new Pirates of the Caribbean. He redid the voiceover for that. And I, I, every time I go by, I just want to reach out, stop the boat and listen to that narration because he wait until you hear it in person, Patrick. He nailed it this time. I'm I'm really looking forward to 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 getting on pirates in general. <laughs> yes, and uh, so uh, let's see. We got uh, Greg here. Uh, any uh, any final words? Um, I thought I already said mine. Did Did we wake you up? <laughs> <laughs> All right. No, the, the cold medicine has kind of knocked me out a little bit. There you go. Not a problem. As long as you're not snoring, we're okay with it. <laughs> okay, so Patrick, you got anything else to say at this point? Um, I, I really think that the you know just just acknowledging the uh, the, the constant contributions of, of our voice guys. Yeah. Um, you know, I love having their involvement, and you know, there was a while there where I was just trying to come up with stuff for them to do, just little <laughs> bits and pieces here and there to throw in, just because. I got such a thrill, you know, especially with uh, Pete, you know, because of, you know, uh, Country Bear, Jamboree, and Vacation Hoedown, and Christmas Special aside, I grew up listening to him as the voice of the ghost host in the old Haunted Mansion LP. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just listening to that voice, you know, as often as I played that record, you know, and then... You know, eventually, you know, getting to meet him and, and becoming friends with him over the years is just a thrill to have him do anything. You know, and Corey, too. Yeah. You know, he's got an amazing list of, of characters that I've always been a big fan of. And just just the, the stuff that he does, you know, getting, you know, him to, to do, you know, something occasionally on the show is just an absolute thrill. Uh, for me, as I'm, I'm a, a voice actor geek when it comes to Disney voice actor guys. Say it and, ain't so. <laughs> you, you wouldn't guess, huh? No, no. no. And uh, of course, like I said, Brian Summer. Yes, you bet. Awesome guy, and he just really fast turned around. <laughs> had a request <laughs> for something, and ten or fifteen minutes later, it's sitting in my inbox. And He's... I know uh, you, you get the same thing from him. So. He's scary. Yeah, it's it's almost <laughs> as if he does this professionally. Fastest turnaround in the business. <laughs> I tell you. Well, there there is one last group of people that we need to thank. Uh, you know, for the last year of Window to the Magic, uh, were it not for them. Um, we would actually be having a private conversation right now. And that, of course, would be our wonderful listener base. Um, all of you people, I consider you to be my friends. Um, I started off saying that I had, uh, I was excited when I had 130 listeners. Uh, very quickly from all of the emails and the input and things to that effect, uh, I began referring to you as my friends. And uh, I, I'm very serious about that. It's, it's very sappy to say, but it's honest. Um, I am thankful for each and every one of you. And I hope that you will continue to listen to the Window to the Magic podcast uh, for as long as, uh, as we can keep it going. Yeah, and the, the letters, emails, and, and phone calls that we get so constantly from, from, from all the listeners are, are 
you know, so appreciated. Oh, yeah. It, yeah. I mean, it doesn't matter if you're just calling in to, to say fantastic job or, you know, even the occasional, you know, I wasn't real happy with that last show. We, we want to hear from you. We really do because we take everything into account. And again, like I said, if it weren't for you, we'd be sitting here talking to ourselves. So, uh, all right. Well, with uh, with that, I'm going to go ahead and bring this phone call to a close. Um, I would uh, like to invite everyone to uh, to download this weekend show. This uh, this is a special show that is going to be out on the one year anniversary. It is not going to take the place of the regular weekend show. So I will be back. Uh, in just a number of days and uh, I will have a full-on show for you and uh, and we will go from there uh, to Calvin and to Terry Greg and Patrick thank you for playing along with me uh, it's been great and uh, let's do it some more anytime thanks everybody yep we are out of here and we'll talk to you later we'll see, see you next time the window to the magic.com podcast can be reached in the following ways. Email podcast at window to the magic.com voicemail 206-984-9886. That's 206-984-WTTM for window to the magic. You can reach us on our forums at www.disneypodcastnet.com. We appreciate your feedback so call in or write to us and share your thoughts. Be sure to tune in this weekend when we will have our regularly scheduled podcast. On this week's show, I will finally be addressing my thoughts regarding the recent email that we received about using source material on this show, and I will be sharing with you some of my recent experiences that I had while at the Disneyland Resort. This has been Window to the Magic Podcast number 54. Window to the Magic's one-year anniversary show. And we'll see you next time. Come to the Point North Media Convention, August 25th through the 26th, just outside Roanoke, Virginia. Guest speakers include Margaret Carey, animation actress for Tinkerbell, Celeste Jarnow from classic Star Trek, Suzanne Lloyd from Disney Zorro, Spice Williams from Star Trek V, and many others. There will be media workshops, and the evening of the 26th, you can dine with the stars, where you pick the celebrity of your choice to dine with for the evening. Sign up now, as seating is limited. For information on this exciting event, go to www.pointingnorth.com. This show is a member of the Disney Podcast Network family. Hosted by Jeff at Meandering Mouse. The DPN is a collective discussion forum consisting of some of the finest unofficial Disney podcasts available on the internet. Pay a visit to www.disneypodcastnet.com and join in on all the fun with your favorite Disney podcasters and listeners.